0: So I had on uh, Shane Dials last week. He's a local comic. He does the uh, movie premiere showcase. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he rents out a movie theater. He has stand-up comics come in and they do an hour of comedy before the showing of a new movie, so it's a 20 dollar ticket or so mm-hmm. and that pays for the movie and the comedy beforehand. And I thought that was cool, and I've had a previous that idea cool.: I had a previous idea on this podcast called "Squawk Box." Which is to line a movie theater, line the walls with like boxes, like owner's boxes in baseball stadiums mm-hmm. that are sort of soundproof so that people can use their phones and they can chat with their friends. I think that people would want to do that, especially for certain types of movies, like a Sharknado type movie where mm-hmm. you want to crack jokes with your friends. Maybe a boring movie, they want to check their phones.
1: Yeah. This
2: sounds like cinema the thing Rust is, crunch. and R- then there's oh, that there's black a movie theater. You can just go to any black movie theater and just talk as loudly as you want. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what everybody else is doing. <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> have you ever so, been to uh, 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 black
0: movie theaters?
1: Yeah, they're just we like white movie theaters. Movie
2: theaters. No, you're wrong.
0: <sighs> there might be a little cultural difference there. <clears throat> <when it's> <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily a stereotype. It's offensive. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, anyway. but that's not the point. So basically I like the idea of revitalizing the movie theater industry because otherwise people can just pirate the movie at home. Why bother to come in? Right. It hasn't really evolved in the past 100 y- or 80 however long v- movie theaters have been around.
3: I like movie theaters, I'm not going to lie. I don't love movies, but I still like going to the actual movies.
1: Yeah, I mean it'd be even um, cooler to sit up there and like, I still like going to a, like uh
3: drive-in movies are so fun too.
0: Those are getting rarer and rarer, though. I've never been to a drive-in. Yeah,
3: theater' uh I grew up in Flint, and there's still one there. Out in Grand Blanc. there's uh, a drive-in theater. I've been And there. in Dearborn. Yeah.
0: So, basically, my idea for this week is uh, basically a few more improvements and experiments that you could do with movie theaters, and uh, it also sort of crosses the line of comedy clubs,
3: Instead of uh, boxes, what if each chair had like a thing that came down like a can like you know, like a jet seat, like a canopy came down and locked it. Then you could just do whatever you want
0: What do you mean? Like a roller coaster?
3: Like each chair has its own box.
0: Oh, so you're all <laughs> in your own little boxes? Little private sex booth? Like a
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. I would go to that movie theater. Yeah, That'd be like, good, like good for little a porno like those little theater. booths at those adult movie videos.
0: I think they have those at strip clubs too. I've <laughs> <laughs> heard stories. So, one idea I had is well, why do you need comedy clubs if you can do comedy in a movie theater? Basically, a stage is a stage. You might as well have a stage that can be multi purpose and do lots of things. So, a comedy club, you're basically making a stage limited use on purpose to only do comedy there. So, if you have a movie theater screen in the background, in a little walkable stage on the front of it, you could do whatever you wanted. You could do comedy, you could do music stuff, you can do slam poetry, yeah, it doesn't right. matter. And then another thought to go with that is we have a problem with open mics around here where a lot of times there's no audience.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, because there's tons of options down there.
0: Yeah. So if you had a thing where not just uh, projecting the movie onto the screen or having a performer you could have a live video camera looking at the audience so then you could have an open mic and you could have an audience from chicago or something watching your open mic Mm. so you could project the laughter over the speakers and so it would feel like there's
3: a a group of guys on twitter it's called dope fades have you guys ever heard of it no they do an internet-based open mic where everything is done on skype
0: that's what was part of my idea. I did this show actually.
3: last year. It's, it's kind of cool, actually, how they set it up. But they get people from all over the United States all lined up, and you just Skype in, and you just do your set, and it's an online open mic. It's pretty sweet.
1: Are there people watching it, or is it just comedians?
3: Yeah. No, no, it's other comedians. There's people that watch it. It's pretty sweet
1: yeah, now, would your space be able to do that, Tom, like that idea? would people be able to skype in and
0: yeah, I suppose they don't need to be sitting in another movie theater on the other end, mm-hmm. they could be sitting in their office somewhere in their house.
3: yeah, you could pretty much broadcast it anywhere,
0: but yeah, you could do lots of things if you could have the crowd beamed in and you could play like at midnight style games, you know, like oh, yeah. one of the contestants could be in Chicago, one of them could be in Detroit. And they would be, like, cheering for the person in their region. Maybe they would be competing with the other region. That's really Uh, sweet, actually. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, and and the other idea was almost exactly what you said before. I called it the never-ending open mic. So my thought was that uh, you'd have a Skype-style open mic and that you would have people run it all around the world all the time. So you would have, like, one group in England that would run it from a certain six-hour period, and then a group in Detroit, and then a group in L.A., and then I pictured Sydney, Australia. I actually calculated the times that they would have to do it because of time zones. So England would be 4 to 10 p.m., Detroit would be 5 to 11 p.m., L.A. would be 8 to 2 a.m., and Sydney would be 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. So basically during that six-hour period, you'd have people in that region sort of running the open mic you would need like a call screener to screen the people calling in make sure their connection is good make sure uh make sure they're yeah, ready they do to do a go.
3: test run like an hour before the show
0: well this would be constantly going so there wouldn't be like a test run for mine maybe for the other one that you were talking about
2: I think you need to divide it up into more cities. A six-hour time block might be a little too long. It's like a professional radio show. Yeah,
0: that's, like, really, really long for comedy. Like, I'm thinking that yeah, like if you could
2: do four hours.
0: Not even that much. Like, I would say two hours yeah, max top. in a city. So you could do two hours in Detroit, two hours in Chicago, two hours in New York. Just something like that,
2: where it's just, like, you get all just these uh,
1: different cities... Just an
2: idea. I hope one of the time zones is people in New Guinea just, like, fumbling with the equipment trying to figure it out. And I think <laughs> well, that's like the problem. technology.
0: <laughs> that's actually the problem because uh, they'd probably want it to be in English. Yeah. And there's regions, like, in time zones where there are no English speakers, really. So um, my thought was, well, really, you,
3: though, if you're in if you're in that region, it's probably going to be people from that region watching
2: it, so they should be able to speak whatever they speak. That's the world's problem, though. Everybody should speak English.
0: No, nah, I think it should be all English. Yeah. Maybe if, if people en- need
2: to speak American.
0: Maybe if it took off, you could add other channels. But the idea is that the en- the English speaking one, like if you're up at two in the morning and you want to do an open mic, you do it. If you're up at nine a.m. and you want to do an open mic, you do it.
1: Yeah, and, that would be uh, interesting.
3: That'd be sweet, though, because then you can get yourself into other countries and people can see you.
1: I was trying to figure out how much time each person would get, you know, like in the time zone time zone of things. You wouldn't have
0: to have the same MC for the whole six hours. You could have it in Detroit for six hours, but then have three MCs in that period.
1: But it would it be like one person every five minutes, or how would that come?
3: We did ten minutes sets. It was an hour show. There were six of us doing ten
0: minutes. I think ten minutes is too long for open mics. I get bored. Yeah. I even like Ann Arbor, the four minutes. Yeah. I haven't done Ann Arbor in a while. Are they still doing the four minutes? It's five. five. Or they light you at four. But Yeah. Then, yes. um, so they
1: really want you to do like four and a half.
0: I, I guess, uh, yeah, if you make it too soon, five minutes, maybe you don't have enough mm-hmm. people calling in at certain times. But uh, I like the idea of it always being there. Like if you're bored, you can just see what's on the never ending open mic. There's a commercial on TV. See what's on the never-ending open mic. Oh, that's
3: actually not a bad idea.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool.
0: And yeah, so uh, you'd have the MC, you'd have uh, the call screener, and then you'd also have what I called the uh, bouncers. You want laughs, so you'd have some people at home who are watching the show. They would turn their mic on so you can hear their laughs. But then you would need... What I call a, a bouncer, which would be listening to the people at home in the audience who are using their microphones to see if somebody's starts heckling or if there's too much background noise like yeah. uh connections are bad and hissing and
2: put them mm-hmm. off.
0: Yeah, so you'd need that third person in addition to the M C and the screener.
2: What about a show where you make people do five minutes that don't even want to do stand-up comedy? You just, like, force them, like, North Korean style, (laughs) up to a podium, and you're like, do five minutes, or you're going to fence the dogs. And they're like, all right. They might might be uh,
0: funnier than a lot of comics.
1: Yeah, ain't that the truth, though.
0: That is true. That's painfully true. Myself included sometimes, I suppose.
1: (laughs) John Sapko all the time.
0: Kim
2: Jong-un. I'm your man for that new stand-up idea. <laughs> Force people in labor camps, do some stand-up.
0: Now, do you think that people, because they're at home, you think they would just troll? You're yes. the expert on trolls. You're going to
2: have somebody trolling. You would need like always. as many bouncers as like people, almost, because there would be so many random, mainly it would be me.
0: <laughs> but I, I'm picturing that uh, you would have maybe on your screen, you'd have like 20 different sound bars mm-hmm. going up and down for the 20 audience members that you're bouncing. And so you, you could never have like a kid's
2: audience, though, if you allow the unfiltered thoughts of the Internet to come in because it's always going to be chaos. Well,
0: the internet's and weird in like Twitter and Facebook. You can Even sort of swear not it's not necessarily kid friendly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, so. I feel like there's
1: guidelines for that like you have to be a certain age to use most of those anyway
0: yeah you could make it so that kids can't do it and then once you see the video if it's a kid you could kick him off it looks like a kid john might have failed that he was in college he's sort of young looking he might have got kicked off because he looked like a kid what if
1: uh you uh put a kid in a a fake mustache and a hat you think he could get away with it
2: and a wheelchair so people feel sorry for him
0: but, uh, yeah, I don't know if it would work or if people would just become troll monsters and just it'd just be hate speech. and like.
1: Can they type onto it? Because that would be... No! What if it's his make-a-wish, though?
0: I mean, <laughs>
1: you should let him...
0: <laughs> his make-a-wish is to be a troll? Uh, no, to
1: watch the open mic. <laughs> oh. What a sad make-a-wish.
0: Well, I was thinking that, well, you can't really stop people from... You can give them... Check box: Are you over eighteen? But then you could also stop people from performing. Actually, the, so the MC would kick off the performers. The uh, mm-hmm. the bouncers are just bouncing the audience, right? So the MC would have to, to kick off the uh, performer if they uh, start doing hate speech or That's John Sopko idea. went on there and started speaking his mind <laughs> or whatever. But uh, any any last thoughts on my idea or anything?
1: No, yep. it's super good. Actually, you should. Keep that. Yeah, Keep solid that. Platform. Trademark that idea. Yeah, it is a solid platform. Sell to Microsoft.
0: I'm
2: comedian John Molinax. I'm comedian John Sopkowitz, but not that good of a comedian.
1: I'm comedian Miles DeLu. Hi,
0: I'm comedian jr Williams. I'm your host Tom Walman. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, CreativityWasted.com.